Well, this is our last podcast, Jared. Last? Well, not our last one. I think this is our last one. Ever? Shouldn't it be? Why? I don't know. April Fool's. Ah. <laughs> I was going to cry. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. Uh, I was going to start the podcast by saying, hi, everybody. This is Emil and... And J-Rod. And I was going to say, hey, it's April 1st. Then I thought instead of just saying April 1st, I would do an April... Because I haven't done one today. This is my first April... This is April your first April... F- okay. Yes. All right. Cool. Yes. Uh, you know what? I've just never been into that. That's like the uh, St. Patrick's thing. I don't really get into the wearing green and all that, too. Well, it's for kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I still I still write my list to Santa Claus, though. Do you really? I do. And what do you do with the Actually, list? Actually, so I have a story to tell you Like, so we, before we get in this. So do you want to know how I learned out there was no Santa Claus? How? So I was in seventh grade. My parents were awesome, by the way. My parents were fantastic. I was an only child. So, you know, they could tell me anything, and I was pretty much on board. And so I was in seventh grade. Actually, we're only a block from Somerset, which is where I went to junior high. And I was in my English class. And our English teacher starts the class with the, uh, she says, okay, we're going to write an essay today. And I'm like, okay, cool. I want you to write an essay about when you found out there was no Santa Claus. That was it. (laughs) That was it. That was it. I was, I literally, my jaw was on the floor. I didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to say. Went home told my mom and she was pissed and well, uh, seventh grade she was pissed come I wanted, on. hey come on how why long you is gotta, that gonna go on why you gotta college? take the innocence away from a child period you know that's half the problem with our country and our world today we we lose our innocence as children too early i think nowadays but you know that's another rant and another rave some other time but anyways that was my whole story with how I found out there was no Santa Claus. So, but now you still make a list of what you want for Christmas? No, I'm joking with you. Oh, okay. I was just teasing. April well, I mean, Fools. You know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people write down. Uh, what's that called? Where you concentrate on something and and you think about it. So maybe you do steps to uh, like get a that. vision board or vision something, board right? or um, there's another word I'm trying to think. Um, hmm. Men. Uh, it'll, it'll come later okay. on this uh, podcast. And then you'll be talking and all of a sudden just pop it out of nowhere. Yeah. Perfect. So anyway, I thought maybe you write down mm. things that you uh, like, manifest. Like goals. Manifest kind of, is the okay. word I was thinking about. Gotcha. Yeah. If you write it down, it'll become true. Something right? like that. I mean, there's something to be said about that. I mean, you think definitely there's a positivity about life that if you say and believe hard enough, then it will come true. I mean, I definitely don't think that you go through life if you say, I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that, then you're not going to do it. So there is some reality to that. I don't know if it necessarily needs to be, oh, I physically wrote it down or I put pictures of, you know, Lamborghinis on my wall or something like that. But whatever works for anybody, I say go for it. Because whatever we can do to enhance our ability to grow ourselves and make our dreams come true. I see people and talk about their dreams and things like that when, when it comes to wealth. And my questions are, you know, what do you want? What do you see? Where do you see yourself in 10, 20, 30 years? You know, as a kid, you were one of those people. I mean, I know I was at least, uh, that was one of those people like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have a blue Ferrari and a red Lamborghini and 5,000 square foot home and blah, blah. You know, you did that. Kids do that. We dream. 
And then unfortunately, reality hits. I still and do. It's, you still do. Yeah. Well, that's true. You do have high hopes. Yeah. But that's good. There's no reason not to. What is the one dream right now that you want to ob- uh, obtain? I guess the highest. And you're, if you can come up with it off the top of your head. Well, I mean, how f- dreamy can I get? Uh, you do whatever you want. You did tell me this recently, didn't you? So, uh, you told me a, like a 25,000 square foot a home. 12,000 square foot home. You know exactly where it is, too. Oh, yeah. Tell me, tell me. No, I'm not going to say it. Why not? I don't want... It'll because, come true. No, no. no. Oh, Jared, the <laughs> wish maker. Ooh, tell him anything. No, you know what? There's a house I really like. It happened... Honestly, it's location and style, even if it was... 1200 acre, 1200 square feet yeah i would still want it sure because it's more about its location and view than it is about 12,000 i don't need 12,000 can you even feet. tell us where it is it's in orange county okay it's what on the ocean on the golf course yeah it's close to the ocean okay and you could probably see the water from from there that's perfect i mean yeah. there's that's why a lot of people are willing to pay absorbent amount of dollars to live on the ocean i mean if you live in a in monterey for instance here it's what we're like 250 300 a square foot there you're 700 to 800 or maybe even 900 a dollar a square foot now so it's crazy right i mean everybody's got their own dreams and their goals and whatever you want to obtain you can if you work hard enough that's where i think we've lost some of the passion since we're we were kids i guess we felt like anything was possible when we were kids. And, and as reality creeps in, we start losing that. Well, I think when you're a kid, you don't expect much. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I thought that the ideal life would be to have a bass boat mm-hmm. and a vehicle to tow it with <laughs> and just go fishing all the time. Right. Well, you could. I mean, there's no reason what you do that you couldn't have those things. I know the dreams have changed. I still enjoy, I love to fish, Sure, but I don't really want a bass boat. I can't imagine getting a $70,000 boat to go catch a $3 fish. (laughs) (laughs) Only to throw it back. But it's not about the fish. It's about the adventure. Yeah. So I know, I think you should get a boat. I've had boats. Yeah. Yeah. I've had every boat I've got, has been bigger than the previous boat. Well, that's a goal, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if I ever get another boat, it will be a larger boat, but it's not a priority right now. I'm saving up yeah. for a 12,000 square foot that's house. That's true. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a that's probably a pretty penny no matter where you build, wherever where you buy it. Yeah. Yeah. The other th- the other dream I have is uh I wish I could do private jet travel. Yeah. I'm tired of airports and commercial airlines. I recently looked into that because I because you went to Scottsdale recently and we'll get into that, I'm sure. But I actually looked uh, how much it would cost because I was thinking about buying. We were talking about buying like a BMB, remember, in Scottsdale, maybe have rented out and then we go there a couple times a year or whatever. And I happened to look and see how much a private plane there and back is. And if I'm not mistaken, it was somewhere in around the neighborhood of like twelve to twelve to fourteen hundred dollars, somewhere in that ballpark, for a flight from Stockton to to Scottsdale Airport or something. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. What is that? No, no, not on your own. You're talking about sharing it with 
175 other people, right? Well, no, it's not that big. It wasn't that big. It was probably, I want to say maybe it might have been like a 12-person or 10-person oh, airline okay. or something. But, I mean, yeah, it's about $1,200 or something like that or 14 somewhere. But, you know, the thing is, is even if you were able to do that, it's that's still, f- what, five, six times what it costs. And that's just one way, by the way. Right. So your round trip is 2500 let's call it. So, I mean, your round trip... Well, you just took it, so you might know probably two fifty to three hundred. I actually used points. Oh, okay. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's probably three hundred bucks for a typical round trip ticket. But I also looked into private, like really private jets. Okay, it's about eighteen thousand dollars if you want to go to some place like Scottsdale. Wow, on your own private jet. So what like it a is net jets, kind of like that. Yeah, um, but those I think. Those are like subscriptions, though. Yeah, like you pay a million bucks for a year. Right. And then you can have so many hours of flight. Like, let's say, 60 hours of flight. Right. So, let's say you go to Scottsdale. It's an hour and a half. You know, Mm -hmm. that gets deducted from your million bucks or whatever. Man, that is just insane, though. You got to be flying a lot. And obviously, everybody that does that, they're not, I mean, I won't say everybody, but most of the people that are doing that is corporate because it's a write-off. Let's face it. You and I wouldn't do that. No, I mean, I don't know. It's like, and some of these people, I guess, they, they don't want to spend a million dollars. They want to just buy a plane. So they'll spend sure. three million. Right. They buy a plane, but then it costs, you know, yeah, you 500000 a year just to keep. That's the thing. I mean, you're if, if you are actually storing it and not like loaning it out and, it, and things like that, I mean, there it's not any, it's definitely not cheaper. Once this COVID thing is over, the airlines better go back to the way they were doing things. I got on the airline to go to uh, Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. It was early in the morning. Okay. And I kind of, I guess I'm addicted to coffee now. I never thought <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I, I a wanted a bit. coffee. It is a little addictive. And so, you Caffeine. know, they're like, you know, they do the safety thing. Mm-hmm. But throughout. From you mean the with sec- the card and everything? You're no, they're talking. Okay. They're talking. Okay. And 50 times they got to say, make sure your nose and mouth is covered by your mask, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I got it. And then they're like, you're going to have one of four drinks, Coke, Diet Coke, 7-Up, or water. And just put Uh, up your finger. One for Coke, two for Diet Coke, three for 7-Up, four for water. Wow. No coffee, no juice. Why? What happened? Coronavirus uh, makes people not be able to make coffee on an airplane anymore? Well, I'm sure it's the handling of it. They're trying to reduce how much it's handled. Yeah, guess what they handle is the money when you're buying the (laughs) ticket or the credit card. They'll handle that. So not even any alcohol? No. Oh, wow. It was four choices. Wow. And put up your finger and don't take off your mask to say what you want. did Did they tell you to drink and then put your mask on? Like in between drinks? Well, you know, they say keep your mask on unless you're drinking. Oh, okay. But, uh. That's a little crazy. Did they even have snacks? Yeah. One of those bags of like, uh, you know, crackers, crackers and little baby pretzels and things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did, are you an American West or America the, West or Southwest? This one was on Southwest. Southwest. Yeah. yeah. Southwest just bought a hundred new planes. Nice. Last week. Nice. But, uh, yeah. So the stock market's at all time highs. I don't know if you noticed that today. That's crazy. Insane. I, I don't know why. I, I mean, don't know why housing is so high. I don't know why the stock market is so high. I don't know why oil is up. I don't know. 
it, are they like pushing everything up so that they can say, let's pull the plug, boom, everything crashes? Well, of course, you had all the stimulus money. So with the 1.9 trillion passed, whatever, like 40 days ago, 45 days ago, that's 6 trillion. And here they're going to add another 3 to 4 trillion. That's 10 trillion, which we are already at 24 trillion. So we've added almost 50% of our debt in one year. It's insane. And you're, you, liter- you literally have people that are sitting at home. And I'm not saying a whole lot right now, but when they were getting that extra $600 on top of unemployment, you had people making $1,000 a week weren't working. And that was more than what they made while they were working. Right. So there's a lot of people that did well. And then there were people that were working and also got a stimulus. So there's a lot of uh, you know money floating out there. It's all going to come to a head when it, when inflation kicks in. You know your Big Mac that was six dollars now eight dollars nine dollars. It'll be ten or eleven dollars. Big Mac's not eight dollars. It at least no way. There's I, no way. If you go to McDonald's and you say I want a Big Mac, I'll bet you it's three ninety nine. Okay, so I'm saying like a I'm saying a meal, right? Okay. So like my meal I get is a double quarter pounder with bacon and cheese with medium fry large drink. It's eleven I want to say eleven ninety five. That's how much my okay. meal is. The now. package. The package. The whole right. deal. I mean it is only a matter of time until and of course if they do they're talking about raising the minimum wage to eleven dollars nationally. So you know things are just gonna get more expensive. That's definitely true. And you can see it in housing, like you said, housing is going insane right now. Gas will be I wouldn't be surprised if gas is close to five dollars by next by winter per gallon in California. That is, so we'll see. What are you looking up? Well, I was looking up Big Mac prices. Okay, and one of the websites I found is has this thing called a Big Mac Index. Okay, worldwide for twenty twenty one. And what does it say? And well, is there, is there a United States on there? Yeah, I would hope there would be. <laughs> you have it com- says at seven dollars and twenty nine cent U.S. dollars. Yeah, Switzerland has the most expensive Big Mac in the world. So in Switzerland, an expensive okay. country to live in, sure, their Big Macs are seven twenty nine Equiv- U.S. equivalent. Yeah, does it? Right. Say, it does. So it doesn't say how much the U.S. dollar um, uh, Big Mac is. Oh yeah, it's got a chart here. Okay. So let's see. I'm I'm curious. I think I bet you it's close to that. Plus it's six bucks. I could be wrong. I don't get Big Macs, but you do. You get Big Macs and take the bread out, you said, I think. Uh, I asked him to leave the middle bun out. Yeah. So United States, Big Mac, $5.66. See, I wasn't that far off. I said six, seven bucks. Yeah. The cheapest place is the United Arab Emirates for, at $4.02. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's good to have a uh, Big Mac index. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, think about how much a Big Mac was 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. A dollar, maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's how inflation works. And people don't realize that, yeah, maybe your tax, theoretically, your taxes aren't going up, but that's a way to back in tax. Everything's higher. Of course. You know, the, the person flipping the burger is was making 175 an hour now they're making 11.95 an hour or uh, whatever well, in California, or whatever it's almost i bet it's 15 bucks an hour now okay so so, so there crazy. it is yeah everything's expensive you know what i'm going to do i'm going to start charging more for my uh construction services why wouldn't you you know 
especially if gas is higher. I just got some jobs. I got a bid in the East Bay. Yeah. If we have to drive, I'm, I'm adding 10%. You have to. I, I talked to a friend of mine today. They're building a house in Arizona. And they said that, you know, they bought, they, they did a contract with the home builder. I think it was somewhere around July of last year, June, July. Here's how much we're going to build it for. Okay. That was before lumber prices had tripled. Of course, the home builder is not, he can't change the price on them. But every time that they, they've like said, oh, well, we want to add this to the home, like maybe a back deck. She was telling me that it's triple the price for that same deck than it was a year ago. So, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to get, you got to make a profit still. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you should have a surcharge of 55 cents over whatever the cost of gas is per mile or something like that. Right. You know, that's how right. they do reimbursements and all those things. I should do a surcharge over a surcharge. <laughs> hey, was that a, is that a surreal charge? <laughs> uh, yeah. This is how I'm going to get that house. Yeah. Surcharges. Surcharge upon a surcharge. Yeah. Hey, have you been following the color for like, you know, how they say, oh, you're in purple or red. You can't go to a restaurant uh, or a whatever. A little bit. You know, what are we? We're red. We Which stay is? red. Which is? Good question, because I don't think we're following it. But, but the county has basically said we're not worried about it. But it's open, right? Um, yeah, with like, I think 20, like restaurants, I think are 25% capacity. Oh, um, okay. Movie theaters are now open with, I think, a 10 or 15% capacity. What's the next best color? I think it's orange. Orange. Yeah, I think orange is the next one. But I think for the most part, I mean, because we were just allowed, um, as of today, April 1st, when we're doing this, Stanislaus County has said, if you're over the age of 16, you can get the vaccine no matter who you are. Oh, okay. Where the state of California, for the most part, is like still two weeks away from or a week or two away from uh, from allowing that, so the county just said, "Forget it. We're just going to do it." I met a friend for dinner last night. Yeah, and when I got to the restaurant and I was getting out of my car, he was a little upset and he was wanting to go someplace else. Okay, I said, "What's wrong?" He goes, "They won't seat me unless my other party is here." Oh, really? Yeah. In other words, he goes inside and they're like, "Oh, how many?" Uh, two, please. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to have two. We can't just seat you. Oh, You're, wow. Both of you have to be there. I mean, what idiotic rule is that? What like, does that mean? I don't know. Coronavirus is more apt to happen if one person sitting by themselves. Such stupid rules. Such so, stupid so wait, things is it, people is it because they didn't want him sitting by himself or he? they were just like, we're going to set both of you at the same time? Okay. Either way. Either way, what's it's the problem? No, I get it. I totally agree. It's pretty lame. Yeah, I mean, people are gonna like start kicking you in the face and saying, <laughs> "Oh, COVID rules! I gotta kick you in the face." I mean, stupid things. Well, they. I think I read where you're supposed to carry your COVID card. Have you got one, by the way? You didn't get one. You haven't got a shot yet. Not yet. Someone was telling me you're supposed to carry your COVID card around with you, and that eventually they may make you have it just to get on it. Signed, Mark of the Beast. Sure. Is this the Mark of the Beast now? Absolutely. Why not? Here we go. Got to keep track, everybody. <laughs> you know, you need an ID to find out if you got COVID, but not not to, never mind, I won't go there. But yeah. I'll download one. I'll, I'll have a uh, fake one. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I'll probably get it. I'm only because I think it's the right thing to do. I'm not, I'm not anti-vax and I'm not, um, I don't know. I just don't, it's not worth putting anybody I know at risk. Yeah. No, it, it's a good thing to get the shot. Yeah. I'm sure some people don't want to get the shot. Sure. And when the dust settles and we compare coronavirus to the common flu, I wonder if then one would argue, how come we're not forced to get the flu shot every year? Right. Well, I mean, people die from the flu. No, of course. I mean, obviously, uh, um, COVID was the, I think they said they had, we, so in Stanislaus, I saw this yesterday. We normally have like a little over a thousand people a year die from heart disease. And last year we, this is as of, I think, December. So technically not up to date, but we only had, we had 900 and some odd people die from COVID. So not quite as high as heart disease. Now what I want, what I don't know if it'll show or if eventually it'll show is how much of that wasn't death by heart disease versus death by supposedly COVID. Yeah. But they don't tell you. Well, they, the hospitals and I'm not saying everybody, but medically speaking, the hospitals and doctor offices were getting reimbursed from the federal government for COVID related issues, deaths, things like that. So there's some financial benefit to saying somebody died from COVID versus saying somebody died from asthma. Right. Right. Or whatever. Or no, like uh, Dawn Wells, you know, the uh, Gilligan's Island. Oh, yeah. She was uh, Mary Ann. Yep. She died like a month or two two months ago. Okay. And they said she died of coronavirus. Uh-huh. Okay. But if you read about her, she had cancer years oh, prior. okay. And okay, so maybe the coronavirus exacerbated yeah 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 or maybe just it was time for cancer to kill her but she got coronavirus days before right but it's never going to be clear no you're never going to prove it one way or another so it's like why even fight it and say well this is that that's why it's a very touchy subject who and how and it's a terrible situation period yeah we obviously agree on that but you'll never know one way or the other Right. You know, from from the overall details of the or the actual death, what would caused it. Scottsdale, Arizona is so clean. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, okay, like here, I bet I can look out the window and find trash somewhere. Yep. In the gutter. Yep. And sometimes I play a driving game where I'll say, I'm going to count to five. <laughs> I bet I, I bet I will see. Like, you can't count to five and not see trash. I'm amazed at how clean they keep that city. It, I mean, literally, like, the roads are all... I mean, even the center dividers have flowers, and the shrubs are always, like, in good thing. Yeah. It, it, I, it, it baffles me. For all the years I lived there, I was just like, this is the cleanest city I've ever been to. There's one of those check cashing places or payroll uh, advance places yep. over on Stanford. Sure. Stanford and Prescott. Mm-hmm. So this is this is why some places are trashy. That business is trashy. Sure. They, they can't just have a sign. They got to have banners, flags, and then they get those little um, signs that you stick to metal things in the ground. Oh, yeah. And they put it in the median. 
Right. Right. So right. here's our tax dollars going to pay for shrubbery and flowers in the median. And these jackasses think, <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's use that as advertising space. That's the problem. Right. right. And it's like they don't do things like that in Scottsdale. They don't no. put those stupid flags up. You know, you got a liquor store here, puts up a flag, beer. Well, no kidding. Yeah. You're a liquor store. I think there's an ordinance. I mean, I think there really is. I think they do have stricter guidelines. Now, sometimes people could say, oh, that's too much regulation. But then look at the way that everything looks and you're like, you know, there's some truth to the fact that a lot of the buildings have similar appearance and things along those lines that keep it looking yeah. high well, class. Well, we, we actually have those ordinances. Okay. And unfortunately, we don't have the enforcement. Enforcement. Okay, gotcha. And you know, are you familiar with the Go Modesto app? No. There's an app. Okay. I have it on my phone, and mm -hmm. it's called Go Modesto. Mm -hmm. So you can report things to the city, like you can report. Oh yes, um, I do know what you're talking about. Sorry, I do. You know, a, a signal light that yep. is out, right? Or grocery cart abandoned somewhere, right? Or somebody's parked their car on their lawn. Things that, you know, the city doesn't have 900 people driving around finding these things. Correct. So they rely on us to tell As on citizens. people. Yeah. Right. And um, speaking of that, I have to tell you, I, I moved into the place that I live now. It's been a little over three years. The minute I moved in, I noticed that there's a tree, of course, because it's the city of trees. Everybody's got to have a tree in their front yard. And the tree had obviously been very long time. But evidently they didn't water enough, right? When it was new. And so there are humongous uh, roots showing. And I literally have to like half my yard, I just weedied because I can't run a mower over it. And so I found out about my mom had had a tree removed many years ago. And I said, hey, how'd you do this? She goes, oh, you go onto this Go Modesto thing and, and you put in a claim. So I put in a claim like literally like two months after I moved in, had the owner sign it, fax it in. It took two and a half years for them just to come and look at the root system. And that was only because I called them two times and made a complaint that I hadn't heard anything. Somebody comes and literally like two years after I made the, the initial complaint, comes out, leaves a piece of paper on my doorstep, says, yep, it's going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get rid of it. Right. A couple months go by. I called up the city and I said, well, I know you guys are coming out to do this. When would it be done? She's like, no telling. She's like, we have, we have uh, tree re removal cases and that are four or five years old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what are my tax dollars paying for? I know what they're paying for. What? The water police. <sighs> or did you get a water bill? I didn't. But oh, okay. let me tell you this. If you use that app yeah. on, let's say, a Sunday. Yeah. And you report Leaky maybe water. your neighbor's water pipe is leaking mm -hmm. water into the sidewalk and gutter. Mm -hmm. Just grab a lemonade, sit on your front lawn. <laughs> that guy will show up in like 45 minutes on a Sunday. They are so, I mean, of course, we all try to save water, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But when it comes to getting the city to do something, right? I, one day we need to do this. You call 911 and you okay. say, I think I'm witnessing a murder. <laughs> And I'm going to go on the app and I'm going to say, I think my neighbor's sprinklers are leaking. 
see who shows up first. I don't think I would want to do that. It might be a, what is it, a false complaint? I might get arrested for that. I know, but... That would be pretty funny. I mean, I'm not going to do it, obviously, if that's my uh, my official opinion on that but that would be funny to see how that because i think i think you're right like they they're super precious about the water yeah which is good no there's nothing but wrong at with the that. same but time I mean, if your sprinklers running in the gutter for five minutes because the timer i mean not every not the not every drop of water is going to go into your yard right in the 20 minutes you have no on no, the water. no no um this actually this one was a uh, abandoned not abandoned house it was a vacant house in the neighborhood okay and i would go for walks almost every day Mm-hmm. And there was so much water coming from the same place. There was oh. basically algae growing along the stream of this water oh my gosh. on the sidewalk. So I thought, you know what? I don't want to like snitch on people, yeah. but nobody lives here. Who knows what's going on? Right. So um, I, I used the app. And so I used the app. I went for a walk. Mm-hmm. On my way back, the City of Modesto truck was there. Wow. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah. I do have one. I do have one house about <clears throat> seven or seven or eight houses down that, you know, the water in the summer just, I think they just leave it on for 45 minutes and it's just peeing down the whole entire street. Yeah. But I should probably try that out. Yeah. I want to save water. I'm somewhat greeny. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saving water. No. And the thing is, we want city officials to show up for everything that Yeah, quickly. but that's the problem is the that, trees, exactly, the exactly. abandoned mattresses or, you know. Yep. We had a mattress. We had somebody throw a mattress over here. Why do people do that? Why do they stop on the side of the road and throw a, a couch off the side of the road? Because they don't want to pay $20 at the dump. Yeah, that's just chicken shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, that, that's just ridiculous. Well, I mean... Why yeah. do people eat their fast food as they're driving, and then when they're done, throw yeah. bag and napkins and cup out of the window? Disgusting. Okay. Or they'll be, no, wait, not even driving, by the way. They'll sit in the McDonald's parking lot or Jack in the Box or whatever. They'll literally eat their food 15 feet from a trash can. Yeah. And then just throw it out the window. Yeah. Rather than walking 15 feet. Yeah. It's, it, you know what? That is probably one of the biggest things that irritates me. Pride. You know what? People don't have pride nowadays. If we spend just one year killing people that do things like that. Oh, don't go there. Then they, nobody would do it anymore. It's like, are you going to throw that bag out? No. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Well, that's why what, but we'll, we'll, we'll bleep that out. Maybe. Um, but yeah, nobody, nobody takes pride in, in their appearance and their, uh, community and things like that. You know, I feel like we try to help our community with the nonprofit CBPE, mm-hmm. but, uh, I definitely think that, our people's pride is gone. Well, and you know, I think it has to do with uh, the whatever community. Like we're talking about Scottsdale. Sure. For some reason, the people who choose to make Scottsdale their home probably choose it for its cleanliness and right. for the plethora of high-class restaurants and shopping. Right. And they don't want that ruined by their laziness. They're just not lazy. You know. Right. No, I I definitely think there's a pride in your community and. Um, different places have different pri- different amounts of pride. Yeah, do that, man. You you've been like working out lately. You know what? Your guns are looking huge, dude. Yeah. Well, thank you. I have been working out a little bit. Just a little. Just a little. I have lost a few pounds. I I will. I'm not. You know what? I haven't uh, eaten McDonald's 
since I've seen you, which is almost two and a half, three weeks. Actually, just even before that, too. So it's probably been three weeks since I've had McDonald's. And I can tell, huge, huge difference. Yeah. Well, we talked about this last time and two times ago. Yeah. I'm convinced the fast food bread is different than regular bread. Very true. You should make, you know what? What do you get at McDonald's? Uh, double quarter pounder with bacon and cheese. You should make your own. I, you know what? I, I agree with you. I think uh, definitely homemade. I'm getting more comfortable or maybe more uh, interested in making dinner at home more just because what the biggest thing is, I don't have heartburn as much. That's good. Yeah. So I, I find myself enjoying not having, <laughs> not having heartburn uh, for days at a time. So yeah, I definitely am eating more at home and, and it's showing. So but good. the weather, how's the weather been? Amazing. Yeah. You know um, what I'm thinking about getting? What's that? You know, those barbecues that have the flat steel oh, top, yeah. the griddle barbecue. Griddles, yes. Yeah. I, I Are we going to have pancakes on the weekends? What do you mean? We, I'm going to come over if you're going to make <laughs> some pancakes on your new griddle. Okay. I'll have a breakfast day, I guess. I think that's one of those things that I would love to have in my kitchen is a is a four burner, right? But I want a griddle too because yeah. they're handy. They are. They really are rather than pulling out pans right. all the time. But uh, do you put very many of those in homes, griddles? No. No. Zero. Really? You never have put one in? Never. Wow. Well, you know, it's whatever they want. And sure. everybody that we've worked for has wanted just a conventional range or a uh, slide in oven or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you, how was Scottsdale other than the cleanliness? Scottsdale was great. Yes. First of all, I only went for two days or, you know, two nights. Right. And it's just enough because there's no time to get bored. Right. And, uh, did you, what did you do for those two days? Though? Um, let's see, did some pretty good eating Yeah. by pretty good. I they mean, they have the best food there, don't they? Like restaurants are high class. Amazing. 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 There's one place we went to for just, um, we went there for like appetizers, really. And it's called Maple and Ash. Okay. The name of this restaurant. <clears throat> that was not there when I was there. <clears throat> it was nice. <clears throat> yeah. And it was, you know, classy. And I, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, like everything's open there. Right. They wouldn't even take reservations for us to sit at the bar for appetizers. I had to convince the girl that, hey, listen, there's three of us. Mm -hmm. Your people reservation aren't going to show up for an hour and a half. Oh, you could word. be making a hundred bucks here in an hour and a half. Yeah. And if they show up early, we'll get up and leave. So it was a table or at it the was bar? It was at the bar. At they the could, bar. You could reserve a spot at the bar and they were oh, yeah. for an hour and a half? I That's guess so. Ridiculous. Yeah. And if you go on their website, I think on like special ho holidays or whatever, if you don't uphold your reservation, yeah, 150 bucks ahead, fine to your credit card that you have to leave with them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now, what is the, I'm sorry, what was the first part? What Nash? What was it called? Maple. Maple. So, and Ash. So what was the theme behind the maple and ash? Um, I mean, well, obviously those are woods. Trees, right. Um, I didn't see a theme. Oh, okay. I would say really nice craft cocktails. Okay. Uh, nice seafood, like different types of oysters, whether they'd be raw in the half shell sure. or interestingly baked. Yep. Um, You're not an oyster guy, though, right? Crab knuckles. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, you do? You are? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't think you were. Yeah, I love oysters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, they have steaks and fish and blah, blah, sure. blah. Just a really, really good So kind of a restaurant. surf and turf restaurant. But really. high class. Like, yeah. Was it suit, not suit? Don't expect to get like chicken strips and fries. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of chicken, have you had, I, I can't remember if I asked you this before, but have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yes. I had one like two weeks ago for the first time. Uh-huh. Blown away. I love it. Blown away. Like literally the best. I won't even go to KFC anymore, by the way. Their their chicken is so greasy. But KFC or KFC, I mean, uh Popeye's phenomenal sandwich. I don't even know how to right. explain it. I've had it. I don't know if I told you. I think I told you. We, I think we did talk. I think we did. Where I had one for lunch for oh, the first time in my like life. And I went, and I, no, and I went back that same night for dinner. Yes, I do and I had that. It. And I got the, it's a spicy one, right? Yes. Did you get the spicy one? I got one? both, actually one of each. And definitely I'll get the spicy again. It wasn't one of those like, ooh, that's hot spicy. In fact, you barely even knew there was a spice to it. Right. But it's just enough versus the regular one that um, you're like, oh, I kind of like that better. Yeah. So... Do you do you go to a chicken barn ever for their chicken nuggets? I haven't. I I I don't know. Okay. It's one of those things. I know it's a good. I used to go to there when it was Foster Farms. Right. Well, so, same thing. Yeah. No, I understand. They just sold the recipe or the store or whatever they did. But yeah. I I used to like their chicken better than KFC, but I guess it just when it changed, I didn't. You know, that was when I was gone. So like, came back and it was like, where's where's Foster Farms? And yeah. it's no longer around. I actually enjoy KFC every once in a while. Oh, every yeah. once in a while, you get that super crispy yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, extra crispy. And when it comes in the strips or whatever, it's just, I don't know, the variety is good. Well, the thing that irritated me was, one, I used to, they used to have a, um, a wrap, a chicken wrap, and they would take their chicken strips and put them in the middle of a wrap, and they were good. That went away. But what really ticked me off and the reason I don't like to go there anymore is they got rid of the spuds, mm. which were, you know, the not potatoes, the potato wedges. Yeah. And because I don't I mean, I'll eat mashed potatoes, but it's not my go to. So their sides really suck now. Mm. And as soon as they got rid of the wedges, I was like, I'm not going there anymore. Yeah. Their Speaking mashed of, potatoes are too runny. Yeah. They're like mush. Yeah, it's almost like you can spill it out of the container well, like by think, turning the container. I don't think over. they're real potatoes. I'm sure they're like the the dried, the dried yeah. with the water thrown in, and right. the mixture is just terrible. So, anyways, you've been busy uh, since coming back, work wise. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Good. busy. Good. Glad yeah, I guess it. so. And it, and it's going to get busier. I've got I've got stuff to look at and bid and. Yeah, the houses you've been selling are going nuts. Housing market's crazy. Insane. I, I was asked to sell a house. Okay. So I did all the work, got a photographer. We took pictures. Mm-hmm. I listed it. And basically, I haven't even had a chance to put a for sale sign in the yard. Oh, has somebody come out and put the post in? Yeah. No, but I sold it before I could even do that. Just somebody you knew? Somebody I knew. I wow. said, yeah. But I mean, I did have it on the market and then other real estate professionals showed it. Yeah. I got several offers, oh, but real. the best offer happened to be the one that first came in. Okay. And that's and, the way it is. And how much over your asking price? 
And what all contingencies and whatnot? It's a typical, no, no contingencies. It's a typical house, you know, 30-day okay. escrow. They're qualified. They don't have to sell anything. Yeah. You know, you get inspection, blah, blah, blah. Well, I listed it for 319 Okay. It's pending at 328 Oh, that's not bad. It's then not It must have bad. been priced right. That's well, actually, to be honest with you, when I first got the call to sell this house, I thought it's going to be a $290,000 house. Oh, okay. And then I looked at it and I thought, oh, it's cute. You know, maybe we can go close to 300. Yep. Then I did more market research and I'm like, ah, we better get uh, aggressive. Right. So I suggested 309, maybe 314. Yep. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's just go for 319. If we're high, we'll wow. know it, yeah. you know. And now it's at three twenty. So you so, so you listed it for twenty thousand more than what you thought it was first worth. Yes. Initial. Yes. That's like the house I just told you about. Uh, we were talking today earlier, and I said that uh, there was a I would consider it a, a value home, and it was listed for three thirty. I think somewhere in that ballpark, two hundred sixteen dollars a square foot. I think it was, and it needed work. It was like no no kitchen. I mean, kitchen was fine, but it really needed to redo kitchen and carpet and paint and everything. And you and I both know that ain't going for no three thirty or three forty, whatever it was. Right. Probably go th- close to three seventy or three eighty, just because I think people are now they're either listing it like the other one we talked about that was like one point two, like insane. Yeah, you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand, well over asking. Or versus where it would should sell at. Yeah, I think it's it's I think it's difficult because as an agent, you have to well you do comps right right, but even when you're doing comps, it's going so fast sure you that your comp is not correct right out at thirty days later it's out of date right so this three hundred and thirty thousand dollar house it probably comped at that because of what's been selling right but. The people who are looking for houses, they're ready to, like you said, pay 370 yeah, for 370, that. Yeah. So it's not really what it's worth. It's what the market will pay. Well, and that's where it's like, does it really matter whether you overprice it or underprice it? If you're, if it's underpriced, you're going to get 10 or 15 bids. It's overpriced. You're going to get one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to know real quick as far as because that one for one point two is one point two five. Now it's they were dropped at 50 grand within 48 hours. So he that person knows that it's way overpriced. They're just hoping somebody's going to give them top, top, top dollar. Right. So. Right. I think in a lot of those situations, it's a seller that has these wild dreams that. Sure. Oh, this property is worth this much. And they encourage the agent yeah. And the agent, you know, as an agent, you can suggest, you can say, you know what? I really don't think it's that, it's going to go that high. Right. But then again, you don't want to tell your client. You're trying to sell their home. That, you yeah. know, they're idiots for putting it that high. So you kind of have to kind of agree, maybe, you know, meet in the middle, say, okay, let's try it this high. Well, because somebody else, I had that happen to a realtor client where she was willing to, um, my buddy... Uh, who's building the home actually he had a realtor come in and say oh it was worth this and another built render uh realtor came in and said oh no i think i can get this and it was literally like thirty thousand dollars more so they went with the higher amount well mm-hmm. guess what they didn't end up selling it for that price they had to come down so sometimes people are willing to 
go with the higher bid dream from right and from right. the realtor be, so you're trying to sell it in the what is considered the reasonable what you know it'll sell for and somebody comes in and undercuts you and lists it for fifty thousand dollars more and they get the sale but they don't even get the fifty thousand dollars more they come right back to where your bid is so right. you're in a business where you're trying to sound somewhat competitive at compare because you know they most people call one or two realtors and say, what do you think my house worth? Right. Before signing a contract. Right. And I mean, honestly, some agents can get a little bit more than yeah. other agents. Oh, sure. But in this market, it doesn't, it's matter. what the, yeah, people are out there. They're throwing their money. So, right. I mean, when homes only last like what, six days or something. Sure. Some ridiculous number. I mean, you, it's almost like you said, you didn't even get to put the sign in the front yard. Right. I don't know. That's where my opinion comes into play that nobody cares to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Well, how it, much longer can it go on though? I mean, you know, can't. interest rates are up three quarters of a percent. It can't because right. people are not getting raises right equivalent. at the rate that house prices are going up. Sure. So it's going to stop. What did they uh, year over year? 16%. Is that roughly what I hear? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what though. Interest rates over the last like 40 days have gone from two and three quarters to I saw today's like 3.4. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a huge increase. I mean, on a $300,000 home, I bet that's at least $150 more a month for a mortgage. Right. And the house that was $340,000 last month, is $360,000 this right. month. So they're paying $20,000 more to begin with. And they're paying three quarters of a percent higher Correct. interest rate. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, unless they're very the solid financially, yeah. some people could be getting themselves into. Well, that's, that's problem. my opinion. That's where I'm, that's where I sit on the sidelines going, yeah, this is going to come to a head at some point and, uh, home prices may not be 2008 bubble or anything, but there is going to be 15% or something, 10% of the people that are like, oh crap, you know, especially if they lose their job or haven't gone back to work. Right. Right. Something will come to a head and I'll be there to catch it. Guess what I did in Scottsdale? Uh, you just told us. I bought a sofa. You bought a sofa in it's Scottsdale. crazy. Like three days before I was in Scottsdale, I was online okay. at the Bassett Furniture website. Yeah. Trying to find a sofa because I want to replace the one that I have. Okay. And so I wanted the one with the chaise you know, lounge oh, side sure. and right. And so you can go on their website and select size, height, width, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And of course, fabric it's custom or what? custom. Okay. And I'm looking at the fabric. I'm like, okay, well, is this soft fabric? Yeah. I can't buy a sofa online because I can't touch the fabric. Mm -hmm. So I got out of the website and I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I'm in Scottsdale and my friends there, they live, you know, wherever they live at this apartment complex. Yeah. Right next door. Is a Bassett. Oh, I know where you're Bassett at. Bassett. Yeah, I know where you're talking about. Furniture. Yep. I went in there. And they had it? Well, it took three hours. I was in there three hours. That place is huge. Three hours. I mean, it's like buying a car. Yeah. So I selected everything. I touched the fabric, blah, 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 blah. That's blah. cool. So... In so, July, I'll be getting a sofa. Well, and that's and that's hopefully because I had read, you know, that Suez Canal thing mm -hmm. where it got blocked off. Mm -hmm. I had heard that furniture parts 
are getting really hard to come by because of that backup for that week. And uh, they were talking about how some people may have to wait an extra like month or two for their furniture wow. because of that thing. So I believe my furniture's parts, well, I don't know about the springs, but yeah. everything else. And I don't even know about the fabric. So you're, what kind you of might fabric? be right. Um, it's not leather. Okay. Yeah. It's some kind of, uh, you know, fabric. Oh yeah, sure. Just fabric. You know, okay. It's not, it's not, um, it's not suede. It's not leather. It's not that uh, smooth stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just your basic fabric. Okay. Well, we'll see it when we get it. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll rub all up and tell everybody what it feels like actually. Yeah. We can do a podcast on the new couch. Just on the new couch. Yeah. Well, I think we're getting close to the end of our time today. <clears throat> All it's right. It's getting dark, and uh, I know I'm getting hungry. How about yourself? Yeah. I say we go to McDonald's. Uh, No. Okay. We can find a better place than that. All right. Well, All right. well, we appreciate everybody coming and hanging out with us today. So uh, we were just trying to catch up. We hadn't seen each other in a couple of weeks. So hopefully next time we'll uh, look to go somewhere or have a guest. So hopefully you come back and listen again. Okay, talk to you later. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.